ministry a lot of times looks different than what we expect it to look like. It can look like getting into fixing up of facilities and properties for a ministry context and then taking that ministry out into the world to build a real estate business. Our guest today is going to talk to us about how he found his ministry in service in church and has built out a business just using what God has given him. Listen, for anyone who might doubt my what I have is too simple, it doesn't look like what other people talk about in ministry, this episode is for you so that you can figure out how what you can do can serve and build a business. Let's go. Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them. To me, that's full-time ministry. And did I have it? Because tattoo that business is like it brings in itself and then opens. I want to provide content and things that are going to help change lives. And I simultaneously want to, to receive a blessing from that. Now here's your host, Kamon Hunt. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You know how we do it here. Make sure, first of all, that you share this podcast with someone because this is always going to help someone to get clarity on what they're supposed to be doing and how to do more of it, which means monetize it. So they have the freedom, they have the space, they have the ability to make greater impact. Today, I'm super excited. This is the first time I'm getting to do this, to interview someone who I've had the opportunity to pastor. And so I want to introduce to you all today our guest, Mr. Gifford Fleming, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee. Gifford, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Good to be here. Can't believe I'm on with the, the great Kimon Hines. <laughs> That's funny. I get to be on with the great Gifford Fleming. So let me give you all a little bit of background. Gifford sure. is a husband. He's a father of two wonderful young adults. I was going to say teenagers, but they have stopped being teenagers a long time ago. Wonderful yeah. wife, Priscilla. Um, Gifford is also um, an island man. He's from the, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And where Gifford and I connected is I pastored a church in Memphis, Tennessee, got there, and one of the first people that I met was Gifford, actually, and his family. And um, I'll tell you a little bit more of some of our conversations. But Gifford, um, just good to have you on here. And I want to just thank you because some of the words that you shared are part of what helped to frame my thinking um, that created this podcast. So good to have you on. Good to be here. Good to be here. You know, I've been, I've been following your podcast and uh, it's just been doing great things. I just want to thank you for creating this type of platform uh, to get a message out about monetizing your ministry. Um, you know, I just hope I just don't bring your ratings down today, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going through the roof on this one. Yep. So Gifford, I want to start off by asking you this. What, I mean, yep. um, ministry. When you hear the word ministry, what is the word picture? What's the definition that comes to your mind? Yeah, two things. You're right. You know, um, uh, doing God's work and helping others. Mm. You know, so that's that's why I look at it. It's 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 keeping it simple, right? I mean, just just doing what He asks us to do while you're helping others and bringing them closer to God, right? That's that's ministry. Meeting people where their needs are. That's good. That's good. So, so Gifford, you've always. And I'm using always in a very broad way. You've always been sure. involved in church. You've always been, um, you, you know, you grew up in a very religious and 
a, a sure. background of a because I know your parents, people who love God and love people. I'll, I'll, that's yeah. the definition of what I, I when I interact with your parents. But go, going back to leaving the Virgin Islands and talking about career, because this is going to really connect with someone when we talk about career and calling. What was your like your, the influence from your father in terms of what he wanted you to study and what he wanted you to sure. do in terms of work? Sure, sure, sure. Well, so as you said earlier, I, I grew up in the Virgin Islands, St. Thomas to be exact, the best island, right? <laughs> other than Trinidad, other than Trinidad, I'm just kidding. Here we go, here we go. But my father was a, a, a builder, construction, and uh, I grew up doing that, right? Um, uh, always out working with him, and, and uh, as you know, building in the islands is physical work, right? <laughs> you know, building houses, so... Um, so it came a time for me to go to college, you know, I just wanted to, to, uh, do something different. <laughs> you know, of course my father had other plans, you know, he wanted to be, a, wanted me to be an architect, come back and work with him, you know, but, um, uh, you know, knowing my father, all those years of, of, uh, him being the boss, <laughs> you know, he, uh, he treated me just like an employee, right? And so we were always clashing. So, uh, <laughs> so, um. I wanted to go somewhere where I can, you know, chart my own course, right? Um, and so I, I came to Memphis to go to school. Uh, so I, I wanted to do um, engineering, uh, computer engineering, and biomedical engineering. Um, but I had to convince my dad that, hey, you know, computers, you know, it's a, uh, it, it ought to be an architect. Now you got to learn computers, and you have to do that. So you know, I, I, I might come back around to architecture. So uh, he he said, okay, no problem, no problem, you know, but. You know, I had no intention of going back, <laughs> but uh, I came here, you know, and I'm going to school, um, uh, completed my degree in uh, engineering, started working for, you know, Fortune 500 company and, uh, you know, on, you know, just charted my course for my career. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I want to uh -huh. jump in here. So sure. Well, Gifford, you, 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 uh, you, you, you uh, kind of give the, your dad the slip on that one. Told him you're going to come uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I need to, as you yeah. know, as some, of the, some of the viewers know, my son and my kids are all off at college now. None of them have made the promise to come back and work with me. But if they did, I would know that it probably, that probably is not the truth, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But, but now, again, part you know, of the story is also you now coming here, going to college, but then also becoming a part of a church. And that's the church that you and I, uh, we're part of it at the same time. So Gifford, here it is. You get to Memphis. Um, you're a college student and you connect with this church. Tell us about, you know, how you connected with this church and how you got involved. You're, you're off to college you're in a whole new country. Well, you know, but how did you kind of get involved with this church and what did this church mean to you at that stage of life? Yeah, coming from the, from the Virgin Islands, I mean, you know, church was a big part of our lives and uh, I just wanted to join a church where you had that that family atmosphere, and mm -hmm. I definitely found it at at, at that church, right? Um, as you well know, because since you became the pastor there, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just got involved right away um, in all parts of ministry, whether it's uh, being a deacon, um, singing in the choir, uh, working um, with the youth, uh, just did everything that that they asked me to do. And, you know, I just wanted to volunteer and be a part of ministry, um, yeah. Just be be part of the church. Yeah. Um, but then came and then came a time where I'm sorry. 
Now, I was going to give a give shout out to the church, the Overton oh. Park Seventh Adventist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. Got to give a shout out to that church, to the wonderful members, and just the family that that church is for for so many people. Like when you get there, you're not just a member; you're family. Op, op. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. When you come so, to Memphis, come and visit. Absolutely, absolutely. So here it is. You you're involved in different parts of ministry, and there's a ministry that we're going to get to. But I want to just say this: talk about just the the mindset, right? For a lot of people, we want to know what's my thing. Right. So I want to figure out and this is for work. This is for church. What's my thing I should do? But it sounds like one of the approaches that you took that kind of came with you, even from your background, is I want to get involved in different things. I want to test out. I want to I want to do a few things just to see what I'm good at, what I like doing, how I can help. Let's kind of talk about that mindset, first of all, of trying out, getting involved in different things. Yeah, and that's, you kind of hit it on the head there, Pastor. Um, uh, you, you know, when, when, you, when you're trying to, when you go to college and you're trying to, to determine, you know, your path, um, mm -hmm. sometimes you just don't know what, what's the right yeah. path, right? I mean, you, you know, a lot of college students are undecided. Yeah. Um, so, so I always tell people that, that the church is a good opportunity to try different things from a career standpoint, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I always say, and, and you know, um, anything you want to do, any career right. path, uh, any business you might want to start, the best testing ground is a church. The beauty of yeah. that is that you're doing it for at, while you're doing ministry at the same time as well. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah. so that's what I did. Um, I tried different avenues, different things uh, uh, to see what my skill sets or my interests were. Um, mm -hmm. And and I tell you know people all the time, uh, no matter what. Uh, feel you might want to go into or even if you don't know just just try it in the church i mean if you want to if you want to get into business you know mm -hmm. try to sit on sit on the, the, the church board or, or the finance committee right um you want to uh, be a, a nurse or a doctor you know there's there's the, the health department and the uh in, in, within the church as well mm -hmm. um you want to be a teacher well you know yeah. teach <laughs> teach sunday school or sabbath school um yeah uh, work with the youth I mean, just any avenue or any career you think you want to go into, there's there's an opportunity to to uh, to, to to test it out and get some some free training at at church yeah. right, while you're doing yeah. while you're doing ministry while ministry. Yeah, you know it's so interesting you say that, right? Um, career path. We talk about this is the monetizing ministry podcast. Our guest today is Gifford sure. Fleming. Um, the, that same church was the place that my son got involved in working with technology, right? He was, you know, probably 12, 13 years old and a youth leader who was also our AV leader, brought him upstairs. We had just got some new equipment and he put him on there to record the sermons and to yep. put stuff up on the screens. And now it's interesting that his career, his, his major, first of all, was film and media. Now it's his minor and he's doing computer um, networking as his major. But to your point, his first experience with that stuff was not, well, you know, on a job somewhere. It was right there in that church. It allowed a 12-year-old boy to use equipment that was thousands of dollars, right? Like a lot of places will not let you do that because they know if you break it, we can't pay for it. You don't have the experience. Where's your resume? The church is like, hey, go try it. We'll let you make mistakes in a live setting and we'll be okay with it. 
that, that's so amazing, so amazing that uh, you know we have that ability, you know. But 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 sometimes you know we have to change people's perspective, right? Because a lot of yeah. people, as you know, sometimes it's difficult to get people to 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 serve in some of these positions at church because it's all volunteer, volunteer uh, on a volunteer right. basis. Um, you're not being paid for it. But if we change their perspective and their mindset that, hey, you might not think that you're getting paid now, but just like with Jaden or myself or anyone else, um, you can turn this this training, this this service, this ministry into a career path for you. Right? Right. And, and, and you might not see it now, but it'll, it'll be, you, you'll reap those blessings later on. Um, Maybe we need to the start beauty of it all is that, is that you, yeah, yeah, it is right. It is an internship for God at the same time, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that's and that's perfect with this platform that you're, that you're doing here, monetizing yeah. the ministry. We don't yeah. see that that uh that that benefit mm-hmm. when we're 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 volunteering for these positions, um, even though we know it's God's work. It's still, you know, it sometimes, especially in a small church, it can seem like, mm-hmm. like work. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you really change people's perspective, maybe we'll help people to to volunteer even more and try yeah. these different departments because they know they'll be, they, they can help them to decide a career path or a business opportunity. You know, yeah. not that you're doing it for that, but that's the, right. the the benefit that's 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 hidden in there that that you can reap yeah. the rewards of that later on. Right. So Gifford, let me yeah. let me frame yeah. this this way because this is where I want to get yeah. to. I remember okay. um, as a pastor, I'm like, man, Gifford is such a great guy. I want Gifford <laughs> to be uh, an elder, and in our setting, the elder is sort of like a, a local pastor, a lay pastor, uh-huh. right? So I'm like, yeah. Gifford, uh-huh. once you be an elder, man, I think you'd be great at this. You're a great leader. Everyone, you you have um, you're able to bring people together. You know, I just. I just, I mean, first of all, Gifford, I just really admire you as a person. So I was, I wasn't just blowing up smoke. I was like, I really thought you'd do good. <laughs> and this is what you said to me. You said, this is my ministry, right? Facilities. Yeah. This is my yeah. ministry. And you were really clear that that was your yeah. ministry. And for a lot of people, we look at ministries as the out front stuff. We look at the stuff sure. with a mic in your hand, right? We look at ministry as the, the people who get on the stage. But mm-hmm. you looked at facilities as a ministry. Sure. Answer this one, and then we'll go back to where that started, right? But how can people see things like facilities, like working on renovations and repairs? I mean, that's like that's not <laughs> like for some people. That's like that. You don't need a spirit, the spirit of God for that. But maybe you do. Like, talk to us about how you were able to see taking care of the facilities as a ministry. Yeah. It, it goes back to what you said before, right? I mean, I realized that I wasn't doing this for me. Mm-hmm. I was doing it because this was God's house, his facility. Yeah, I wanted someone to come to a place of worship that we're able to 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 put our best foot forward, right? I mean, and so I mm-hmm. want to make sure we had a, a, a facility that, that would be pleasing in God's sight, right? Mm-hmm. And And by doing that, that was my motivation. And the more I did it, I realized that I was good at it, number one, but I, I was able to to touch a lot of different departments, right? Um, and 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 by doing that, I, I realized that you know, this is the best way that I can uh, mm. affect, you know, wow. God's ministry by doing it through through that medium there. So yeah, it, it I was. Love it. It was I love it. Yeah, I love that. You said, man, this is I'm good at this. 
And this is the way I can help people best. And that's, that's yeah. what we've been yeah. talking about is our definition of ministry here. So Gifford, uh, <laughs> this church, Overton Park, was in <laughs> Overton Park, Memphis, right? But then they yeah. moved yeah. to north, to the, I guess, the North Memphis area, right? Or, um, yeah. yeah, and bought a facility. Yeah. And this is where mm -hmm. this part of, and, and those of you watching this, you want to hear this story because it connects both <laughs> the monetized and ministry side. You, you guys sure. bought a building, and the building was in great condition when you first bought it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. But talk to us about what was happening. It, the building stayed there apparently for some time, and just kind of talk us through your getting involved yeah. in the rehabilitation of that facility. Yeah, sure. You know, so when we, when we bought that facility, it was, you know, it was about opportunity, right? Being able mm -hmm. to move to a different area, get a, a larger facility for growth, right? And, and that was mm -hmm. that was awesome. But me, you know, I was seeing it as man, that's a lot of work, you know, because the right, building right. was, was in, in disrepair. It has a lot of potential uh, from a from mm -hmm. a growth standpoint, but it, I knew what it was going to take to get mm -hmm. it to the, to the to the standards that were that would be required. And uh, so for me, I, I don't know how I don't know if I was thrilled. <laughs> To, to, to move to that facility because I know a lot of it was going to fall on my shoulders. Even if we weren't doing the work, I know I was going to be having to coordinate with a lot of uh, contractors and vendors and trying to, 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 to get up that facility in, in, in good shape. But um, so I know it was going to require a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. um, but moving forward, the, we, we actually sat there uh, for about three years, you know, trying wow. to generate the funds Mm -hmm. to to uh, to do a full remodel of the, the facility and the sanctuary um, and it just looked like 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 most churches I mean we were we were, we were trying to raise the money we just wasn't yeah. getting there quick quick enough um, uh, the Lord was blessing for sure but um, it just wasn't to the to the, uh, the speed that was required to get us up and going and uh, just knowing me from my background I said you know there's something we can do Mm -hmm. So one evening, you know, uh, after after the program, I just went over to the, the sanctuary side and me and a few members just started tearing stuff down and start tearing <laughs> the walls down and start taking stuff off walls and, you know, just taking up carpet and just moving things around. And uh, before you know it, you know, it turned into a full fledged program. Right. I mean, where we were actually doing all the work ourselves, <laughs> Wow. you know, and. Uh, you didn't realize all the skill sets that were there at that church mm -hmm. until we decided to do ministry. Right? Um, so, so the skill sets were hidden there. Even uh, 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 some members that didn't have the skill set, they were able to learn um, uh, some of the skill sets there because we were able to teach them as well. Right. Wow. And wow. I mean, I was just talking to a member two days ago and uh, uh, a, a um, female uh, uh, member and she did a lot of work at a, at a church and she called me because she was renovating her own kitchen mm -hmm. with her own hands Wow! and she called me to let me know that the work that we did back at the church gave her the confidence wow. that she was able to, to renovate her own kitchen right and so so you pick up those skill sets that while you're doing ministry that can benefit you later on right uh, whether I, you're doing I, I your own pause work you. 
<laughs> Gifford, yeah. how old were you doing this? Because you, you you told me before we started this that you started college at 17. So you're young, yeah. coming over, joining yeah. this church. Like, what age range? You can tell us, 20s, 30s. How old were you doing oh, this? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, when I started working, I came at 17 and was a deacon right away at that age. But I'm um, saying this this building started, project. That, that, that new building project, I was 24, maybe. 24, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I had to ask yeah. you this because I knew you were young at that time. But now mm -hmm. when you tell me the age, can you imagine at 24 years old, you're again in another, you know, away from home, but you've found yeah. this church community. You've you finished your college career, you had work, but this now becomes the thing that you are leading. Because yeah. you know, maybe you you're not realize you're leading. Everyone's following you, right? You're you're the one yeah. saying we're doing this, right? You and and some others, you're saying we're doing this, and 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 people are following you doing this, and you're 24 years old. So to me now, this is amazing that you're employing yeah. skills and also leadership ability, and you're developing as a leader while doing ministry. And that's the key. I didn't see myself as a leader. Right? Mm -hmm. I just I just thought I was doing God's work and 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 making it happen. Not understanding that God was 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 just setting me up to to lead at that time, mm -hmm. um, which, as I told you earlier, I, that, I parlay that into many things that we will we'll talk about. But yeah. even in my career path, right, right, I became a leader in my career path. A lot of those skill sets came from that project, right? Because right. I didn't see myself as a leader until until I, I had to step out and get that work done. So, so yeah. I'm now able to to share that. And, and help others see their path and see what, what they can do just through ministry. Yeah. So you guys started this building project and everyone's yeah. putting all hands are on deck, right? Who is not yes. doing something? You're bringing food, right? You, you, you're coming sure. around encouraging people. How many Typical years does it take project. before? Yeah. How many years <laughs> before it, it now has a grand opening? How long does this project last? I would say about three years. Three Blood, years of tears. Yeah, weekends after work. I mean, no just work. like people just I, giving I themselves. To, I, would, I would leave my job, go there after work. Don't leave them until two o'clock in the morning, right? Um, just labor of love. <laughs> so mm, mm. Um, no, and and again, it wasn't just me. It was other other members as well. And yes. That's what made it so gratifying, right? Because everyone had the same mission, the same vision. Uh, and that was to 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 build a, a sanctuary and an edifice that, that would glorify God, right? Yeah. And so everyone just put all the egos aside and was able to to band together to get that project done. Um, so it was it was very rewarding, very rewarding. So yeah, yeah we 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 were able to you know parlay that into a uh, uh, a big grand opening. You know, a lot of the the conference members came down, and they yeah. were just amazed to see what what we were able to do. Uh, with our own hands and the members coming together uh, to, to do that. You know, and they looked at it and said, well, uh, this looks like a facility that was done by, by contractors, right? Yeah. You know, uh, they couldn't believe that we, we came up with the designs, ordered every, 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 um, all the materials, everything was, it was done by, by, by our own hands. So uh, very rewarding. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So this, this is what's funny to me. You told me this mm -hmm. and I don't know if you remember what you said. You said, as soon as I was done with this project, I told myself, I'm going to do what now? What was the thing? You, if you don't remember, I'll remind you. But what did you do as a pivot right after that project was done? 
yeah I, and while going through that project you know my mind started started thinking right i mean wow this was so gratifying and, and, and so so beneficial as soon as the project was over i said hey you know i did this for god and it was very blessing a, a big blessing but now i'm gonna do it for myself right um mm -hmm. and i promise god if you if, if, if you bless me here you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with others and, and do that. So I, I immediately trans translated that that experience into monetizing that ministry for myself. Right. So yes, yes. Gifford's uh, trying to be humble. Gifford is a real yeah. estate mogul. He's a mogul. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real estate mogul. <laughs> and no, and listen. And in this podcast, we one of the good things we do is we celebrate people's success because, as you talked for about. Sure. This is not success you, you know that comes yeah. at the expense of um, serving. It's not at the expense of mission and purpose. It's success that comes because you're serving and because you're pursuing your mission and purpose. So you, you went from taking a, a facility that needed work, right? And, and yes, we can go down the list of skill sets, right? There is yeah. putting together the plans, organizing um, the team, there is managing a budget. There's so sure. many more skills that you can probably list out here. But you took those skills sure. that mm -hmm. you discovered as your ministry. And remember now, you were supposed, yeah. your dad told you, come on back, <laughs> we'd be doing this. But now yeah. because of this, now you pivoted to getting involved in real estate. So talk about, talk about yeah. because a lot of people who are interested, watch this podcast, we know real estate is a way to build mm -hmm. wealth. And to pass that wealth on down and to accumulate that wealth, talk about getting that first um, property. Because a lot of us, we, we're itching to get in the game. We got our home, but we know we should be investing. Talk to us about getting that first property and how the skills you acquired, how you, how you use that now in this next process. Sure. As I said earlier, um, you know, I call this my, my Jonah experience, right? <laughs> you know, I was running away from that type of work. And God ran me right into the right into the the, the, the teeth of this business, right? And so, um, yes, I, the minute we finished there, I knew right away what I wanted to do, right? Um, uh, so yes, I, I decided to you know start my own real estate company and purchase properties. Um, very first property I, I purchased, uh, you know, it, just like anything else. I mean, you know, you were scared when you signed those signed those those loan papers. Uh, trying to get that that property, but I knew that God blessed me in, in that ministry, and He wasn't going to leave me out here alone. You know, so I knew it was a, a work of God. So, uh, so I took the but chance to go out and start. start talk talk yes. about the first property. Was it like a the, the house was everything was there when you got there? Was it like perfect condition, or was it more similar? Right, not probably the same, but had any yeah. similarities to how the church building oh, looked when you well, first got it? No doubt, it was it was a foreclosure <laughs> you know, so yeah so but that didn't scare me right because of what mm. we just did um, wow. um so i was able to go in and and I, you know it changes you, you know something like that would, would scare a lot of people off oh that's too much work you know um uh but because of what we just did i was able to 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 to, to have a different perspective view it differently because i know the possibilities just like we Ooh. did with the, with, with, the, with the church right and so uh so for me, it, it was not a challenge. I saw what, what yeah. the potential in that, that, that building was. And uh, just like I did at the church, I just wanted to work, work right away. You know, um, starting out, of course, 
you did a lot of work yourself. Right? So, mm. Mm. Uh, the same thing I did at the church. I was I would leave work, go to that property, stay there till two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, my wife would be calling and say, you know, where are you? And you know, it wasn't the best neighborhood at first, right? Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't even thinking like of seeing that, right? Um, thinking back at it now, I'm like, man, that was crazy. But yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I would leave that two o'clock in the morning and just just put that that labor in there and um. Uh, it just you just start branching off from there and you know move on to the next property and the next property and the next property and it, it just grew from there right um so yeah. but god blessed god blessed you know um uh, yeah but but the beauty of all of that though is that today um as I, as i said i, I promise god if, if i'm blessed here i'm gonna always share with others that's why mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm i'm appreciative of being on this podcast so we can share with others but but that's what i do uh, yeah. I, I share how to get into the, to, to the real estate business, you, you know, how to, uh, um, uh, to, to turn that into, you know, different revenue streams and uh, definitely coach a lot of people in that and, and get them going in, into that, that area. So um, that, that itself is a blessing and rewarding as well. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, Gifford, um, <clears throat> you said it, you just, your ministry started off in the church. It moved out to where you were fixing up homes and listen, you fixing up homes, allowing people to live there, even as rent, that's still a ministry, right? There's touching of well, lives sure. there. But now you are expanding by teaching other people how to get into real estate. And mm-hmm. over the next, let's say, 10 minutes of this podcast, Gifford, we're going to pick your brain for free because somebody on here <laughs> wants to know how to get into real estate. Uh, give us maybe three three tips, the Gifford Fleming tips for getting involved in real estate. You want to get our first property. Uh, what should we do? Where should we look? Should we look in a nice yeah. neighborhood? Should, like, what's some things to look for if we're going to get into monetizing our ministry using real estate? <laughs> yeah, so the, the old adage of real estate, it, it never changes, right? You know, location, 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 right? And so um, it's all about what you want to get out of it. So you, you, you have to do your homework. You know, okay. it's easy to say, hey, I just want to go and, and uh, uh, jump into real estate and start doing that. I, I say, you know, you, you should you should study it. Uh, do your homework first, right? That, that's the first thing, really doing your homework. Um, and and what, that what includes, does that mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have, you know, I tell people all the time, before you do anything, and not just mm-hmm. in, in real estate, but anything in life, you should have a plan. You should okay. write it down. Mm. And I call it the, the rounds in a ladder, right? You can't get from here to the top of a ladder without touching every round, right? So mm. write those things down okay. uh, and touch every round in that ladder. And before you know it, you're going to get to your goal, right? Okay. So so whatever that is, uh, you put a plan together, whether it's it's location, uh, okay. financing, uh, uh, whether you need to, to renovate it, uh, depending on what you what type of revenue stream you're looking for, if it's going to be a rental property or a, a flip, you know, it just depends on, on, on your, your, uh, your means of, of, uh, of, of revenue, whatever your plan calls for, then you, you, you execute it from that standpoint. So, so the, the biggest right. factor is putting a plan in place. Okay. I'm look, I'm writing, I'm writing it down Gifford because hey, I'm, I'm getting my ladder. I'm getting my ladder. Right. So <laughs> location. Round, All right. So rounds in the ladder. So, yeah. Yeah. So location. When you say do your homework, what am I doing? Am mm-hmm. I getting a real realtor? Am I going on some website? How am I 
looking for a good location. And when I say good location, right, I'll just be transparent. My wife and I might be looking to get into one of these. And one of the back sure. and forth conversations we have is sure. I'm yeah. saying we're not living in that, right? So <laughs> we don't need a location that we like. We just need a location yeah. that we can afford. But talk to us about this. And yeah. I want this episode to be real practical for somebody. For sure, for sure. For, for me, right, uh, you, you know, um, I think down the road, right, if it's mm. let's say it's a rental, and that's what I think what you're you're talking about. Um, mm. uh, I think about when I think about location, you know, you have to understand that where that where that uh, look um, property is located. That's the type of clientele that you would draw to that location as well, right? Mm. Right. With that comes different types of problems, right? A different type of issues that you might have to take into consideration, right? Um, uh, it might in in certain neighborhoods, uh, there's there's other blight. Uh, there might be crime. Um, uh, then there are other neighborhoods where uh, the neighborhood might be transitioning, <laughs> right? They're going to more mm. rentals. And so you have to understand that as well, that, that it depends on how long you, you, you tend to be in that, lo in that location, that you might have to address those concerns as well, right? So, so mm -hmm. all those things should be part of your plan. It should be part of your consideration when you're, you're, you're trying to, to think about um, getting into real estate. Uh, so, and I always, again, the more you plan, the more research you do, the more understanding you have, the better decision you will make when it comes to that. Because nice. no matter how you spend it, it's still an investment, right? right. Everyone wants a good, a good return on their investment. I don't care if it's, if it's real estate or the stock market or wh whatever you're investing in, um, uh, you have to make sure that you do enough homework to understand how that will impact your your uh, your investment. So, so it sounds like you got to look at the location, how things are now, but also how things are going to be in the future. For sure, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And again, yeah. it also depends on on what you're trying to do, right? Mm -hmm. You might be able to, to to fix it up, flip it, sell it. You know, you're getting out of there. Um, that's a consideration, right? If you know you're going to be renting it, have to deal with tenants, uh, or or have to get a management company to, to, to get, you know, tenants in that, 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 that location. That's a whole other set of considerations as well. And so it's, good. it just depends on what you want to do. And, and I, you know, my son right now is, is trying to, um, uh, he's, 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 he's starting to, to go that route as well. So I'm in, in the family business, huh? Well. In the family business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's, uh, I, I tell him all the time, the beauty of real estate to me mm -hmm. is that, there's no hard and fast rule. It just depends on what you want to get out of it, right? Mm, that's good. Sure, there's some some pitfalls that you want to you want to uh, 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 definitely avoid. look out for and, mm -hmm. and avoid those. But uh, but in general, you're your own boss now. You control. No one can make you buy that property Ooh. here, or, or or you you determine what you want to get out of it, and and uh, set your plan according to that, right? So. Um, just yeah. because I did it this way, I don't mean that's the only way, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in my case, um, when I started, I, got, I, I went down the foreclosure routes, right? Mm -hmm. Where I will purchase it for, uh, you know, uh, let's, let's use you know, some figures. So I purchased it for $30,000. Right. Um, but, but because I studied that, that area, I knew the house was worth, Seventy-five thousand dollars, right? Right. So right away, I had forty-five thousand equity in the house already. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so for me, my plan was different. 
Testament. Gifford Fleming is our guest today. He's telling us about that. how he learned ministry uh, of this former ministry, really from his father, right? Like this is this is part of what it was in his family growing up. But then also now here's Gifford serving at a church, doing different things and finding a problem. Here's the problem. We have this new facility. We can't move, occupy it for worship because it needs to be renovated. And Gifford and others let out in the renovation of that. And after that, it helps him to now figure out how can I take these skill sets and monetize it? And so finds a foreclosure, similar situation, right? It has potential just the same way the church building was. And he started this journey of buying homes and getting them set up, getting them fixed up. And this is such a wonderful like lesson for all of us that what you've learned in the church, you can take those skills and put them into practice in the world. There's just so many different ways. And I think what I really am excited about with this episode is this is not some of the ways that we've talked about before. This is a totally different, non-traditional way, but it works. So Gifford, a lot of people, when we hear real estate, and maybe this, this principle applies to other things, we think, but what if it fails? What if I get in and it doesn't work? There's a lot of fear. And, and fear isn't anything, right, with um, what if my podcast fails? But particularly for real estate. What would you say mm -hmm. to someone who has been thinking about it, they have the plan, but fear is holding them back? What words would you say to that person? Yeah, and, and and you know, I I, I typically like to just to to advise people with my own experiences, mm -hmm. um, and for me, doing that project at church gave me the confidence because we didn't fail there, because we mm -hmm. know we, we 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 were doing it for God. If you have that same mindset with with your uh, your 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 uh, real estate investment. Or anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. If you pray about it, mm. you know, you, you know, the old adage is that you know, if you're gonna worry, don't pray. If you're gonna pray, don't worry, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That applies as well. It sounds simple, but that applies as well. Um, I had the confidence that that God would bless me in that because I, because I saw Him working uh, uh, in that church project, and so mm -hmm. by doing that, I I knew He was gonna bless my my uh, uh, my endeavors uh, from a real estate standpoint. As I told you before, that would mean I didn't have some fear, right? Right. But, but I was able to overcome that by saying, "Hey, you know what? Of course, you put me out here to do this, and mm. uh, and, uh, and 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 you promised me that that putting him first, doing his work, doing his ministry, knowing that I wasn't just doing this for monetary reasons, just mm. to make money." I even looked at that as a ministry as well, right? Because because I look at money differently than some people, right? Um, uh, and, and Pastor, you know, let, let me just give you a little plug right now, right? Uh, while you, you, there was also another uh, skill set that I developed while 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 uh, you were ministering us at, at that church, right? Uh, you had a small groups and and I was able to facilitate uh, a faith and finance class. Yeah, that's and right. So, Every time I mentor people, uh, I, I, I give them advice from, for, for, real, for real estate, I start them there first, right? Wow. Understanding, just like in faith and finance, that none of it is ours anyway. Wow, that's good, Gifford. That it's is all so God's. 
That's yeah. God's building that you're buying. That was God's church, you know. So if you have that mindset, none of it belongs to us anyway. That's God's. Wow. We're just stewards I love of it. that blessing, right? Yeah. And so if we understand that, then we, 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 will, we will approach it differently, right? That takes Good. away the fear. God yeah. owned that anyway, right? Yeah. And so, and so, and so that's all aspects of life, especially when it comes to money, right? Yeah. None of it belongs to us, right? And so, and so we have to change our, our, our mindset when it comes to that. And that helps us to, to understand that even if you make money on this project, you should be humble and understand that God gave us those monetary blessings for three reasons to take care of our basic needs, to help others, yeah, and to carry on God's ministry. That's so good. whatever he blesses you with out here, even in, even in your real estate investments, you should be able to take some of those resources and be able to turn that back into helping others, carrying on God's ministry. And so if you have that mindset, it takes away all the fear. It gives you, it gives your, your, your investment a purpose, right? And understanding yeah. from that standpoint. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Gifford Fleming has been our guest today. Gifford, we're going to work together. We're going to come out with a course on how to do uh, real estate God's way. Yeah, it's not out yet, but um, it will be out soon. <laughs> no, Gifford, listen, I want to thank <laughs> you. Listen. I want to thank your family uh, just for how you guys embraced us while we were there in Memphis. And I, I wanted to, to bring you on the podcast to thank you because this mindset of understanding that whatever you want to do, in business, whatever you want to do in career, you can start in the church. I heard that from you first. So I wanted to come on here and give you credit. And I want to end with this to tell someone what Gifford shared with us today. It's this. Whatever you're doing, understand that you're a steward. It's from God, whether it's monetizing through real estate, whether it's monetizing through speaking. The gift is God's and you using it to serve others and to increase your income and impact is you just simply being a good steward. Go out, take your ideas, and bring them to life. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kamon Hines. For more information, visit our website at www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.